on this episode of Quantum Week, May 15th through 21st, 1988. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and talk about movies and music, headlines, stories, that sort of thing. We are uh, continuing through May 1988 with Willow and One More Try by George Michael. That's right. We have a monster show or monster week next week. So uh, stick around at the end of the show. We'll announce some movies next week. I think it's a stacked week. Stacked. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about our hoodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we have yeah. hoodies. Um, if you go to the website... Quantum, Actually, uh, yeah, go to the website and then store.com. Yep. Go to store. Uh, or you can do the link tree thing on Twitter, whatever that is. Yep, exactly. That'll uh, go, go, to, go to our store. We have uh, t-shirts are there just like they've been before. Uh, we have a couple different options now for t-shirts. Yep. Um, but the big uh, reveal here is hoodies. We have, I guess, a couple different options for hoodies. I think there are three options I put yeah, up there. Yeah, one is like kind of a, 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 like a cheaper one. One's like a middle one and one's like a premium one. Well, there's a premium, right? the cheaper one, and yeah. then there's the zip. The oh, zip the zip. One. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The two other ones are pullover. I think I ordered, I pulled, I ordered the premium pullover. Right. That's coming to me. So that's what I'm going to be getting to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but check them out. Uh, they're pretty cool. They still have some color options. Uh, I think there's like five options with the hoodies. Yeah. Something like that. Um, I think they're pretty cool. I and mean, then we're going to have a new t-shirt we're releasing uh, next month. Definitely. Yeah. Right. It's, it's in, it's in process. It's in process. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably put out shirts every two to three months, I think. Sure. That's kind of the plan, I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, check out the, uh, the hoodies if you're, looking, if you're looking for a hoodie. I'm, I'm always looking for I love wearing I hoodies. I love hoodies. So. Yeah. I'm always looking for, for anyone. So I was excited. Cool. Anything else with a store? That's it, I think. Okay. Can we get into this Willow thing? We can. This movie has a lot of problems. A fucking shit ton of problems. So Willow... This movie is fucking trash. It's, so it's just fucking trash. Bad. This movie sucks. It's, so fucking bad. it's just not a good movie. It sucks too because the first act isn't terrible. It's not the, great. The next two acts are horrible. There are so many. There are so many problems. the The first problem is it looks horrible, awful. It is like the you know when we were, we were watching Battlefield Earth and we're like this is annoying to look at. Yeah. It's the same thing here. Everything's blurry. Yep. I didn't think movies were filmed that bad in the 80s. They were, this was pretty muddy and gross back then. So I saw this in the theaters when I was 8. I, 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 I saw it you I know, right around this week. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't seen it since. Um, my dad was super excited about going to see it because he likes Lord of the Rings bullshit. Exactly. And uh, he also loved uh, Star Wars. Yes, George, so George Lucas, Lucas wrote this. Yep. Oh, I had a story by credit and it was really kind of his idea. Yeah. And uh, he kind of gave it to Ron Howard. This is really George Lucas's movie. Yes. Um, and he was very involved with the production of it. ILM did the special effects. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's George Lucas all over the place. Um, and uh, I remember I even had like one of those like little, this shows you how different it is now than the eighties. But like uh, there was like a, a magazine I had like a, like a 16 page magazine, mostly pictures of like Willow, like hmm. Willow. I cannot emphasize enough how much this movie was promoted. Oh, it was. This was everywhere. They tried to make the Star Wars. That's what it, that's so what it felt like to me. It's like Willow was this big epic big thing, universe, but it really was one movie, one well, shit because it didn't do that great. No, it didn't. Uh, and but they really banked on. They spent a lot. They they really assumed this was going to be the next franchise. Like Willow was going to be the next thing. Yeah, and uh, like you were going to dress up like Willow on Halloween, <laughs> like all the fucking shit, man. And uh, it just it just didn't. It's it's not. It's a shitty movie. That's I mean, the problem. A bad movie. It's on like basically on all accounts. It's bad. It looks bad. The action's bad. The story's bad. Yep. The acting is there's some good. Uh, War the, Davis is really good. Yes. 
Yeah. He's really good in this movie. And I feel, and the longest went on, the more I got annoyed how much he was wasted. Absolutely. Um, you know how young he, he's like 17 or 18 when they filmed yeah, this he's thing. 18, yeah. He's just a little guy. Yeah. And he, he cool thing, like he, he was an Ewok. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's and right. And that's how he met George. And George Lucas told him like five years earlier when they were doing Empire Strikes Back. I'm sorry, Return of the Jedi. Uh, that uh, is like, oh, I'm going to use you. I want to make a movie about like, this is how long Lucas had this idea in his head. Right. I want to make a movie and I want you to be the lead. And he's like, Oh, oh sure. But like, whatever. As like you a 13 year old kid. Yeah, he's like, sure. Yeah. Right, whatever <laughs> you say, George. <laughs> and, uh, I guess it's pretty cool. I guess, um, Warwick Davis was a huge star Wars fan and got to do the third one. Yeah. And Mark Hamill bought him all of the action figures. Oh really? Yeah. Like one day he went to his dressing room and all the action figures were there. <laughs> and Mark Hamill, like, that's, that's pretty cool. That for is a, really a, cool. Like that 13 year old kid. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I guess like Warwick Davis, uh, is one of the coolest, like best guys in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, he has established funds to help little people like actors and stuff. Yeah. Um, he's done a million things. He's very funny. He's been on two Ricky Gervais shows. Uh, Ricky Gervais is like, uh, a lot of his stuff is a lot of improv based. So work. David is like a legitimately funny person. Like right. if, if he can do that without a script, he's super intelligent. You can see the intelligence in his eyes in this yes, movie. Definitely. Like Warwick Davis, it's really cool that he, I guess on one hand, it's cool that Lucas made a movie where Warwick Davis could be a star. Cause yep. like how often is that going to come up? Like realistically. And then, but on the other hand, it sucks that this was the movie. Yeah. And you know, instead of wasting, yeah, cause where do you go time. from here? I mean, unless, so uh, if, if you're him, you, you know, you're making the bet that this is a franchise and then you can have a few movies out of it, but he did, he was, the, so he was in the leprechaun movies. That's right too. He plays leprechaun. I never saw any of those. I, not for me. Yeah. I mean, I saw one of them. They're, they're goofy horror movies. And yeah. like one of them is like so bad. It's good. The one where he's in like New York city or something. Or something. Like, he's in the hood or like, he's like leprechaun in the hood or something. Uh, he's in the Los Angeles. He's in a city, whatever. Yeah. But it's really, it's obviously done for, you know, to be intentionally bad, but there's like five of those he's made, you know, he's top building a couple of them. Um, so like he's made some money doing yeah. that. Oh yeah. And then he was, Nanny, like I said, he's able to do things like his fund to help a uh, little, actors and he's able to uh do his version base stuff and, and he's always been working and like i said he I, there are a few actors who have better reputations than him i guess uh in in the business stable life too been married to his wife forever seems like a like great, since they were 21 seems I think. like a like, like great guy yeah and he's and that, that i will say that integrity whether it that seems to be what i read at least what i what i hear it really shows on screen like he's a great lead in this role because he just seems like a really genuine he does like, I don't know, like, I was I was really taken aback, especially at first act, how good, how much I like this character. Yeah. Yeah, you and root the, for him the entire way. And then any time it's anybody else, you're like, like oh my come god, on. this is awful. Yeah. Okay. He's so, the good. So as much as I like him. Yes. There is nothing, and this this counts most of McCarthy and Identity Thief. This counts every anyone in Poseidon. Uh-oh. This counts the entire cast of Battlefield Earth. Uh-oh. There is no one more annoying than the two little creatures. The brownies. Kevin Pollock what are they called now? The brownies. The brownies. Yeah. Brownies. Like, That's what they're called. Yeah. They're the called brownies. brownies. Yeah. Um, heck of a job, brownie. Uh, <laughs> it's, there is no one more annoying than these two things. And I, I, they completely ruin the movie. Is one of them cousin Larry? Did you mention one of them is Kevin Pollock? Is that who, which one's Kevin, Kevin Pollock? Pollock's in like, a, he's a famous actor. Right. I, mean, I don't know how to describe it. Right, he's right. in like a ton of shit. Well, he's a comedian. He's like in like a million things. He's in, um, he's in a few good men. And oh yeah, yeah. That's who it is. Yep. Even yeah, I got you, you. Lieutenant Weinberg. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, yes, like, yes. like Nicholson yells at him for no reason. Right. It's really funny. Like he's in, he's in everything. Uh, he's in all that stuff. This is, this was when he was unknown. Uh, he wasn't really a known actor because even Ebert makes a reference to it in the review, but doesn't call him out when he would. Ah, uh, yeah. And the other guy is, uh, is a comedian. He looked like Squiggy, but that's because it was it's so grainy. Him. I couldn't tell who he was. Yeah, it's not Squiggy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he just died recently. 
Uh-huh. Um, but yes, but it, but it is a comedian. So there are two comic actors. And Kevin Paul is a good actor. Yes. He's a, he's a genuinely good actor. He's in Casino. He's yeah. really good in that. He, he's, a, he's a really, but like this, but the problem was all of that stuff was shot either way before or likely way yeah, after. Yeah, because it's not happening when the other action is because they're, right, they're superimposed on the film. back, but it cuts, like, they'll be having a conversation with Val Kilmer's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Val Kilmer will say something, make kind of an awkward face. You can tell he's uncomfortable. And it cuts just to them, just the two of them, like, looking small, like, next to a, a giant blade of grass. Yes. And it cuts back to, to Kilmer. It's so distracting. It's so confusing. That and the baby's face. Oh, my God. They kept going back to, they want, you want, they want, oh. They wanted you to see the baby's reaction every single every conversation day. that they were having, and it's like, why? And the baby, that added ten minutes to the movie. And the baby was making cute faces, absolutely. But you can tell it's completely inorganic. Like it, it, <laughs> yes. was, it was completely it right. Was fake, right? Because like, there's nothing else going on. It's just a, the close up on the baby, so they're just like waiting for the just, baby to make it's the face. Just the baby. Yes. It's like a Gerber commercial. It's just yes. a fucking baby's head yes. in your whole screen. And then it cuts back to regular action. And then it cuts back to the baby's it's head. It's fucking annoying. And, and after you notice it, you can't not notice how do they, it. How, you can't help but notice it. It's right yeah. in your fucking face. Like, has, have, has Ron Howard ever seen a movie before? Like, you, when you have a kid, you do like a wide... You can do... You can also... You can do a wide screen of a baby. You can... I know... I, I get those labor laws. I get all that. So I guess sometimes you might be holding a doll. I get it. Sure. But a lot of times you can have... You can have the baby there and then just show the baby not... The baby doesn't need to have like honest reaction, adult reactions to everything happening on no, screen. No, it's a baby. It's a baby, and we're not looking for reactions from the baby. They don't. They don't know what's going on. Once in a great while, maybe, but yeah. even then, it's weird. It's, it's weird. It was so strange. It was such a weird choice. You know. So we've done backdraft. We've done this. Yep. We've done uh, oh, Da Vinci Code. I mean. I was thinking about yeah. Is Ron is Ron Howard trash? Like, he's not I know good. he's he's done good movies though. Splat, have, Splash's got good heart. Cocoon's got good heart, and there's a few others. But he, didn't he do Cinderella Man? He did Cinderella. It's a legitimately great movie. Yes, Cinderella and, Man is a great movie, and I like Rush too, um, which is a 2013 movies about the two oh, the race 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 yeah, drivers. Yes, that's a he's good done, one. He's done he's done a couple other ones I've liked. He has, but like he but, is but not. When he's bad man. He terrible. Few or worse. I so I'm thinking, is he a Hall of Fame director? No, he's fucking not. No. No, zero chance. He has huge reputation. I think just because he's been in in Hollywood for so long, but he's not. He's not good. He's not a good director. He has. He hits some out of the park. More misses than hits. Way more. Yeah. And the way miss, more. Some of the misses are, are brutal. Are horrid. This is a horrible movie. This yeah, is the, a really bad movie. The whole. Um. The whole fucking uh, franchise with. Uh, da Vinci Code. The da Vinci Code. Those all three. Of, yes. I didn't even see the third one because the second one was so bad. He I can't. saw the second one. I mean, we, I we, did, we might have I, to see it eventually in the show. Which probably will. I'll be not in a good mood about that. Might have to see all, all three. Oh. Yeah. I know the only money. They're all number one at one point. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Tom Hanks. I mean, it's got to bring him money. I mean, but, these, this is just. But all three of those are shit. He's probably, maybe, it's got to be less than, it's got to be a quarter of his movies are good. This is worse than Da Vinci Code. This is what yeah. This is one of the worst movies we've covered. It is definitely this, this is, is a trash. This, this might be a bottom shit, five. It is shit. Garbage. It's garbage. They managed to fucking destroy. Like Val Every, Kilmer is worthless here. It's one worthless. Oh, worthless. Worthless. Was it bad? Is it mad? Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. He his fight scenes. He's he's is particularly he's the best swordsman on the earth. And his fight scenes are horrible. The fight scenes in general are horrible, horrible, but his are horrible. Are we just spoiled from Troy having really? One, that's one thing we didn't say enough. We yeah, talked about those are fair. Those are great. The best thing about Troy was the fight choreography. Yeah, it's actually quite good. Really, really good. good fight scenes. Yes. So, I'm like, am I just spoiled from watching a, a legitimately great sword fighting movie? As much as Troy is not a good movie. No, I do not recommend watching Troy. No, no but need to watch you, it. But for those for those elements alone, you have to appreciate it. You do this. 
Val Kilmer picks up a sword like twice the whole movie and both times it's awkward. It, it looks fuck. awkward. You see him when they're kind of stealthily walking into a village too and he does this weird pirouette. Oh, it's, and it's I'm so like, weird. what are you, what are you doing? doing? It's so bizarre. Why? <laughs> what? A sneaky pirouette. Val Kilmer with a sword is like watching a six-year-old cut steak. <laughs> yes, like, don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's doesn't. all over the place. Food fire. Right, that weird pirouette. Okay, when you meet... Okay, let's just talk about Val Kilmer's character for a second because it, it does really in a lot, well, crystallize how horrible this movie is. Yeah. When you meet him, he is very dirty and gross. He's yep. in a cage. His teeth are His horrid. His teeth are horrible. Yeah. And, uh, but he's also like all stained he and everything. He's, all, and he's in a cage and he appears crazy and, and evil. Yep. They, they go to sleep for, for some night. For some reason, the little people sleep next to him. I don't know yeah. why you would pick that, but whatever. They sleep next to him. Yeah, they're night. on this crossroads. Right. I think they're, they're waiting on this for journey, people. Yeah. And they sleep next to him for some reason. They wake up. His teeth are clean. He's handsome again. I know. And he's not angry anymore. But you never found out why he was angry and dirty to begin with. He just needed a good night's sleep. They didn't even give him water or food. He should be pissed. He should be even they more pissed in the morning. They never gave him water. No. And the fact when finally when they do it, they he knock spills it. He, he it becomes like it. comic relief thing. Oh, it's yes. so funny he's dying at thirst. Do, 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 do. He also has that comic relief moment where he falls with his sword too. And I'm like, that's actually more legitimate of you know him fucking falling he can't handle but why was he sword. angry like what change you, you, can't, you can't do that you can't introduce someone being one way have them change for no reason not explain that he was fucking cold dirty hungry thirsty clean? and fucking in like in a cage okay when i say cage you are, he, it's, it's like a, a bird, bird cage. cage yes he's like he's, he's, he's covered he's, right it's literally like a giant bird cage. and his neighbor in another cage is a fucking skeleton so right. the guy that guy's been here for a while so by all accounts val kilmer's gonna be there for a while right Val yeah. Kilmer's there to die. He's there to die. And for some reason, overnight, he manages to brush his teeth, take a bath, and gets his sanity back. And he, he's feeling good about himself. His chances. It's I don't so get it. weird. It didn't make any sense. No. Dude. Ev- this every- movie really sucks. Everything about this movie was bad, except for Willow. <laughs> you know how, like, you know how um, when we were watching Battlefield Earth, like, we both hated it. It was the worst movie. And this is, Battlefield Earth is far worse than this. It is worse. No, yes. no question yeah. about that. Uh, Alvin Chipmunks is also worse than this. This, this might be my new third. This is this movie sucks. Poseidon's terrible. I don't know this. I don't know. Oh, it's like neck and neck. Fuck. It's like neck and neck. The Poseidon's worse than this, I guess. Just because Poseidon has no creativity. No. This is probably fourth worse than. I'll give you Poseidon. This might be my bottom five. This, this is, is worse than Identity Thief. I don't think so. Yeah. I fucking hate that movie. This movie sucks. So I so Battlefield yeah. Earth. We watch it. It's in a weird way. It's kind of fun. Travolta's like having fun. He is. He's but he's like it's stupid and like. It's so bad. It's like almost enjoyable in a weird way. It was almost like a dark. Like I almost enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. I, I so found, ridiculous. It's so horrible. It's like yeah. oh, this movie just fucking irritated. The f- I was so oh, angry. I was one angry. of those little people. Every time I cut back to Kevin Pollock, yes, I'm like, I was losing my fucking yeah. shit. And there's one moment. There's a death scene at the end of the movie uh, where Val Kilmer, I guess, is supposed to be at one time his friend. Then it's his enemy because he used him to die. Eric. Eric. And then he becomes friends with him again, which is bizarre. And then Eric dies, and he's like, it's 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 almost like a soap opera. He goes, <laughs> no, win this one for me. And yes. then he faints back and dies. <laughs> and then Val and then Val Kilmer waits a couple beats. Yes. Like looking at him like It's like a mm-hmm. current, but it's like, what are, are you is this are we is this satire? Are we yes. are you serious? Win this one for me? <laughs> the other thing <laughs> is where did Eric come from? Right before that battle, they'd like parted ways, and then suddenly they meet up at this dark castle well, that, to have the final battle. That happens out of nowhere. This movie keeps happening. So people keep like losing track of each other and yes. then reconnecting. Yes. And it's like every single castle is, it, is like is maybe a 30-minute horse how ride. How tiny away. is this planet? It is a tiny that this planet. This is on. Yes. Like, the other thing, so I'm I know <sighs> we're jumping around, but these battles are so bad. Oh. The, that bat so the last battle, when they're trying to get into the dark castle, 
right? And it's been protected by a spell, and they're trying to entice the gate open. When in the middle of the night do they have the time and uh, to dig these fucking dig trenches, trenches yes. and get get in them? And how did no one see them? And have the no one see them? They're in plain fucking sight, so that they can do this little song and dance and entice the fucking gate open and have the army come out for them to jump out of the trenches. How did this fucking happen in plain sight? Like I thought the Troy thing was dumb with all oh, of being the a horse? Trojan horse. Yeah, I know. Like, that's really stupid. Like it's you, have, stupid. you have like three hundred guys like in this tiny horse. Yes, it's so so stupid. This is so much dumber. So dumb. This makes Troy look like Pulp Fiction with with, yes, with, with the intelligence and the dialogue. Because like I'm like, oh, it's, I, I miss Troy. Why would Broomhilda, whatever that fucking witch's name would, why would she even open the door? You have the you have the girl. You have the little baby. You're gonna kill her. Why open the gate why to go kill them? Why do they so long to kill a baby? That's the other thing. They got to do this whole Overnight, song and dance. It's a baby. With his I whole... guess they wanted this whole thing with his soul. Fine. <laughs> How long does it take to steal a soul in this world? They don't explain that either. Like, why are we waiting 12 hours to steal this soul? She's got to, like, summon lightning, too, which ends up fucking killing her. Like, some, some, you know, give me the lightning, which takes all night for her to fucking do. What was... The worst thing was <sighs> the fucking witch fight off. Oh, where the good witch this... is, like, spinning the bad witch in the air and then punches her in the face... It's <laughs> like, so stupid. Who punches the witch? The, in the whole face? fight scene, meanwhile, is with someone you've you you maybe is the queen. The evil queen's on screen for what eight minutes? Yeah, maybe, not, at uh, most. Bavmorda, by right. the way. Oh, yeah, we, we fucked well, that up. you know, I like yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. Evil, evil queen, evil lady, and she turns into the. the did you see her? Old, like age? she becomes like the emperor. Like she becomes the emperor. There are sent tons Whoa. of Star Wars ripoffs. So they. How long is that queen on screen for? It may be the whole maybe, eight, eight, eight minutes. Maybe. So the final battle is that someone we barely know versus someone who we've only seen their human form for all of two minutes. A random old lady. Random old lady. Witch. It's like seeing. It's like when I lived in New York. Sometimes you see the homeless people fight each other in the subway. <laughs> like they're drawn <laughs> to their stone, and you see like old ladies. They're probably like my age, but they looked. It looks like shit. Yeah. They're homeless. Yeah, yeah. And it's beating the shit like haymakers, <laughs> and if it's like it's messy fighting. Oh. You know they're covered in piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you know they missed like they miss more than they land. Yes. And you're like you just on your way to work. It's eight in the morning, and you're like you know these people haven't slept, <laughs> and and that's what this looks like. I felt like I was back in New York. This movie is it was a so fight. fucking shitty. It's so George shitty. George Lucas fucking sucks. He I'm sucks. gonna come out and say it. Oh no, you're, George Lucas fucking sucks. You are absolutely right. Star Wars is brilliant. One of my top fifty movies. 100%. Star Wars is incredible. Empire Strikes Back, great movie. Great movie. I question how much he had to do with that. Great movie. Yes. Star Wars, I know it was him. Yes. Empire Strikes Back. And I know he came up with some of the idea behind Indiana Jones. Yes. I I have to believe it's more Spielberg. Way more Spielberg. Passy, right? Yes. Spielberg's a creative genius. Everything else. Lucas is the least deserving billionaire. How ever to walk sucks. The fuck. Oh my God. I hope we get to because it is. That is one of the worst oh, things if it ever. ever comes up in a top 10. We're doing it. We have to. It that is movie like sucks. It's it is crazy. How this bad is that is worse. This is so much worse than Howard the Duck. I don't remember. I saw the last time I saw that was probably around the same time as I saw this. I mean forever ago forever. That, ago. that at least has some there's some humanity in it to some. Oh this has worked. He's like a stuffed Davis. animal duck. Yeah, but you have Leah Thompson. You do have Leah Thompson. That's a good point. Yes, but you, this week you have Warwick Davis, though. Yeah. He's legitimately good. And he's, he's good. Legitimately good in this he's the, I, I don't know how he pulled it off. He is the best. I would in have this checked film. out. I would have checked out after like two minutes. I would have just mailed it in, just like Val Kilmer. Uh, Val Kilmer <laughs> went to the set, <laughs> saw what was going on. I was like, fuck <laughs> nah, it. Is the nah. check clearing? <laughs> Yo, the check clearing? All right, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll do I'll this. I'll do it. This is, and, and he meets his wife on the, right? I know, he yeah. They, his wife in there. Not only met her, but she's in this. I mean, yeah, yeah. beforehand, but. Yeah, they were. I think they started dating because of this, though. Joanne Wallet. Yeah, they met me. Pretty girl too at the time. Pretty yes, girl. Yeah. 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 Good for them. Had a couple kids. Divorced. Didn't work out. Yeah. Well, I mean, Val. 
Right. Bell's got problems. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't seem like the most uh, stable of guys. But no, um, no, no. Um, how many times do we need to see Willow fuck up the spell? Oh, it happened like five times. So Willow's trying to change oh, so um, annoying. Trying to like change Wombat his... back to the witch, back to the good right. witch. But he changed it instead to a bird. A bird. And then a goat. And then a goat. And then some other bird. And then ostrich. And then back to right. something else. And then it becomes the an the old lady. lady. It's like, like, like some homeless lady. Yes. Yes. That was great. Fight. Yes. That right. was wonderful. But he just like kept fucking it up. And we have to, that. That was the problem with this movie is it's two hours long. Yes. And there's so much fluff that we don't need to see. We don't need to see him fuck that up nine still, times. Still, we there, don't need to see the fucking child's expression, you know, a hundred times. We this, don't see that. I bring up creativity. Actually, I almost want to like reject what I said earlier. This, I think this is worse than Poseidon. So this movie steals from so many different things. Oh my it, God. It steals from the Bible. Ten Commandments, Moses. Absolutely. It steals from Gulliver's Travels. Yes. Like, like legitimately. Like, yeah, the like, brownies fucking, yeah. They tie out the same way. It's exactly it's, the same thing. the same as Gulliver's Travels. It steals from Lord of the Rings. Totally. That was the thing. It, instead of transporting a ring to a place, you're transporting a child to a place. Right. Is, yes. Out of the, out of the, you know, the same thing. And you've got, that can't speak, that doesn't, that has no, you and know. you got trolls, and you've got, um, you got dragons. All dragons and fairies in the woods, yep. and, all, and wizards and all that. So it's the same thing. Lord of the Rings. It's and he he's ripped off, and then and then at the end you have like a Star Wars type battle. He ripped himself off at the end. Yes, and you've got the fucking um, troll that becomes the two headed. They called well, I think Eber called it a dragon, but it looked like the 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 big giant thing in the pit in uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. That blo- that somehow his head explodes. Right. I, there's another part of that scene too where there's a part. So Willow's on this bridge and he's trying to get in this door. He's at, he's in, it's that battle with that dragon mm-hmm. thing and a he get these trolls come after him and he kills one with the sword and another one like wrestles him and they both end up dangling off of the bridge and he's holding the troll's leg right somehow I don't know how this happened somehow the troll falls to his death but he gets back on the bridge and they don't show it how's he fucking get back up yeah, yeah, yeah. it made no sense to it, me the fight scenes were horribly correct horrible so, you know what that dragon's name was what's the dragon's name Ibrisisk it was done to fuck over Ebert and Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel. And the you're not ba- fucking with me. No, no, I'm serious. And the bad general, yeah. G- general Kale of Pauline Kale, the very famous oh. and brutal film critic, one of my favorites. Oh, so these were done to basically, this is George Lucas saying, fuck you to critics. And then he makes this trash movie. Like if you want to flip critics off, I guess make a good it. movie then again. You're flipping off three of the best of all time. These aren't like, you know, no, they're not. Pauline Kale was brutal, but she was always fair. Yeah. And Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel were famously fair. Fair. Very. You, you may disagree with them. And they, but they were open to that discussion. And they, and to their credit, especially Ebert and Siskel, they put their faces out. And Pauline Kale put her face out there. Right. They, you know, she could too. Well, you know, she's a, a print critic, but, uh, you know. But people knew who she was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. These people weren't hiding. No. So, like, you're mad because. They didn't love what, like Howard the Duck enough. That's what this is, like revenge for Howard the Duck. That's a piece of shit movie. You I should sorry, get fucking and sorry, for fucking that. Return of the Jedi kind of sucks. Sorry, it, yeah, it's, okay. it's not a good movie. It has great characters that we love from Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, but that movie on its own is not good. It's yeah. not a good movie. I'm yeah. sorry. It's just no. Not. I know you don't like it because they keep switching back between the battle and and Luke and Darth Vader thing. That's that's the right. And I know you only you, care you about one. Don't care about the other. I do. But it's, kinda, it's not, yeah. it's not a well done movie. That movie with those characters and as much as people love it and, and it also did it on the cheap too. Remember? Yeah. Yep. As much as there was love in that for those characters, that movie should have been amazing. And he fucked it up. It's true. And then he fucks up Howard the Duck. 
totally. And he, this movie's a fucking abortion. It's a fucking movie disaster. Maybe that- and then he makes those horrible, horrible prequels. Yeah. Those movies are so bad. The dialogue, They're bad. That is the worst dialogue. And I'm sure, I'm sorry we haven't rented those yet. Those dialogue, those, that is the They're worst bad. dialogue you ever will hear in a movie. Episode three is one of the worst films I've ever seen. Oh, I think episode one, shit. I think episode two is the worst. Episode I think two is, is better my than three. I, I fucking hated it. Oh, I oh fucking two is it. the worst. Because I hate, oh. I mean, they're all bad. They're all bad. Nothing's, Ewan McGregor's good, but. Uh, and Liam Neeson's good. And Liam Neeson's good. There's a few that are good, but mostly it's shit. You hate fucking Anakin Skywalker the whole way through. Oh, uh, You hate him. Yeah, by the way, we're doing a Natalie Portman uh, movie next week. Yeah. Uh, having said that, Natalie Portman, who's usually a very good actress, is Not terrible. Good. I think that's more direction. I, I think, think they told more, yeah. I think she, they told her to be mute for the really? character. Well, just to be very stoic for the character. Yeah. I think she was it's Val Kilmer mode watching the, watching that check. Maybe clear. that's maybe it was. I don't know. Oh. She's, she usually has a lot more integrity than that. She she oh. usually acts her ass off. Those movies are awful. George Lucas is awful. He is awful. He is not deserving to to be a billionaire. He does not deserve to fucking live in Mill Valley, which is a beautiful beautiful city north of uh, San Francisco across the fucking. Golden Gate Star Bridge. Star Wars is a great movie. It is great. And, and uh, you know, I, I won't, I can't deny that. I haven't seen American Graffiti in a long time. I have, I don't know that I've seen it. Maybe I have as a so kid. I saw it when I was a kid. Like, right around the time I saw Willow. So I haven't seen it in years. Uh, Why is Val Kilmer? Oh, another, yeah, let's and, talk about Val wait, Kilmer. Wait, one's, one's, let's do it. The, we will. So they also stole the Indiana Jones. Oh, there's more stolen. Indiana Jones. Um, when was uh, Temple of Doom? Like the whole, like, oh, slide down the, it. Yeah, exactly. It was like 86. Temple of Doom was uh, 80, uh, 84. He slides down the fucking snow-capped mountain and yeah, then goes to the river. That's what they did in PG-13. Yeah, Same thing. Yeah. Fucking slide slide yeah. down the fucking hill. Why is Val Kilmer um, turn into a snowball at the at the bottom Isn't of that, that motherfucker? funny? Get it? Because he's in the snow. That was not Going funny. Downhill? That's funny, though. It's that's, fucking that's, that's stupid. It's comedy for you. Uh, by the way, Val, that role, bad, was it Mad Mar- I keep wanting to Mad say, Mardigan? It's mad. I keep wanting to say yeah. bad Mardigan. It's mad Mardigan. Who, who it doesn't matter. It is bad. Whatever. Uh, he, that, that's Han Solo. That's Han Solo. Yes. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. A oh. terrible version this of like Han Solo. Bizarro World's terrible version. This, movie, this is worse than Beside. This movie sucks. Dude. I hate this movie. The more I think about it, the more I hate it, the more angry I get. The, the music. I, I, oh, oh, I, you so know who it is? Our boy Horny. It's Horner. Horny's back, baby. Dude, I'm pretty sure they... I, so I couldn't identify it exactly, and, have, and I, could, I didn't have enough time to go look. I'm pretty sure they, he stole a bunch of it from E.T. and stole a bunch of it from Indiana Jones. That's what it sounded like oh, to me. Oh, it sounded very Williams-esque. It sounded so Williams, yeah. and I think there were some direct rip-offs in there. I was like, that sounds like E.T. I, uh, there's one. I'll have to find it. There's a few, I want to find yeah, it. It sounds very... I was like, what the fuck? trying to capture that fuck world. Fuck you, Horner. I want to get... So George Lucas gives this movie uh, idea, because George Lucas, I guess, knows at this point he can't write dialogue. It's his <sighs> And he gives it to Bob Dolman. Bob Dolman is famous for WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Which is a very show. funny show. I love that It's a very good show. I loved it. Uh, really cool characters. Really. But he joined this show, I think, near the end of its run. I think he mm. mostly wrote for them. The, so the characters were more established. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. It's a great theme show. And the, it's I so love, 70. And the back end of that, uh, the, the end credits theme is better. I think it's better than the I was the trying to, credit. I'm one. trying to think. It's all I, gibberish. I was trying to think of what it was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, that was it like wild, wild dog. Who's the? It's nonsense. The the, the oh, uh, um, Johnny the, uh, Johnny uh, Flytrap. Is that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, there's yeah. I I, I love that. Tim show. Reed is so good in that. Uh, Bailey, uh, Bailey. So, so were you a Bailey fan? Lonnie Anderson? Anderson was the blonde yeah, bond, so yeah, yeah. Bailey was like the cute, I thought the cuter one. 
I can't picture like more bookish, but like really, yeah. yeah. Oh, actress was Jan Smithers. Yeah, uh, really yeah, yeah, good yeah. looking. Yeah, but like she had dark hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like more like yeah, like kind of that intelligent. Bitch. Uh, she, uh, I like that. I remember she was like a knockout when I was a kid. I yeah. never thought the Lonnie Anderson was was it, that was too bleach blonde. I'm not yeah, a fan of that. Not, look. No, no. Um, yeah. So that show, fun. Like all those good memories right. you have. None of those memories of this. <laughs> no, no. This is a movie that I, I I was wondering. You know, I so I saw this movie with my dad and my mom. Uh, and my dad did not like it. Like we never owned it. We never watched it again in my house. And my dad was one where if he liked, if he was excited it. about it. He would have bought it and we would have yeah. watched it a lot. Like, you know, we love Beetlejuice. The other, you know, yeah. Beetlejuice was all in my house all the time. Like my dad was into it. Like, it was just, you know, it's a great movie. Really creative. This is like the anti, this is not creative. Oh no. The dialogue no, is completely not derivative. funny at all. It's, there's nothing good. At, like it's not shot. Well, so it doesn't dark. look good. It's, it's so dark. dark. It's boring. It's just, it, they go, there's too much. It's too long. There's nothing was done. Right. The only thing that was done right is Willow. But now that you say this, it makes complete. I, I haven't seen this since I was a kid either. It must, it must not have had much of an impact on me. It didn't have really any impact on anybody. So they, like I said this was, intention was to make this franchise doesn't work. So, yeah. uh, fast forward to 2020. Of course, now we're in this weird nostalgia th- porn thing of yeah you know where we even we put shitty movies on pedestals so they're making a direct disney so this is free on disney plus if you haven't seen it i cannot recommend it but if you want to watch no. it go for it it's free uh it's not worth that uh but uh they want to make a series they're making a series of this i did see that who knows maybe it'll be better are you gonna watch it you no. probably will the wizards and trolls and shit no i won't watch it i'm not gonna I watch am not it. interested in this at all oh fuck this world if i'm not interested in a lot of the other marvel things that are coming up i'm there's no way in fuck i'm gonna be interested in this mm. i mean i might try to watch a little bit of that i don't know but i don't know i don't know i don't i'm not interested in this at all willow oh i drew the line and i did watch uh the dark crystal um they did a, a series they might have done that at Dis- on disney plus can't remember where that or maybe, maybe it was netflix i did watch that and uh it was all right, but I can't. I'm Wasn't not that same vein. Yeah, Dark Crystal Labyrinth. He had a lot of these movies yeah, in, in the 80s. I have that, very fond memories of, of Labyrinth, though. They never really did it for me. I was never really a fan of that stuff, but like, but you can tell though the creativity and it was just absolutely like, more interesting Bowie to watch. And Conley, yeah, like, I mean, those are like, awesome. Those are much more interesting movies than, than this is. And uh, Bowie does, you know, he's singing throughout it. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff and it's yeah, sort right. of dark and weird. Um, yeah. This was just, this is a mess. This movie sucks. This movie sucks. Don't fucking watch this, this movie. It's fucking of shit. trash. It is the third worst movie we've covered. Fuck Willow. It may be. I don't know. It's bad. It's certainly bad. This is a D minus. F. It might this be. This joins the F club. I'm putting this the F. I, I hate this movie. This can't be worse than Identity. That's so bad. I guess I'd rather watch Identity Thief. Oh, that hurts to say. F, F club is uh, Battlefield Earth. Absolutely. Alvin the Chipmunks. Yep. And P- Willow and Poseidon. I'm putting Poseidon in the F club. These are F fuck you movies awful but wait a minute wait F. a minute wait a minute. but willow is good he does a good job it's called Willow. that's unfortunate for him i'm sorry war davis you, he, war you davis did a, does a good job. job the rest of this movie though is it, it it's on those cuts oh, the cut away to stuff when it's done in like i know in post you yeah. know uh, whatever yeah. like a second i don't even know what you call it second unit i guess or did it i mean maybe lucas shot that himself or whatever howard shot those two i don't even know how i don't even like who decided on the wipes do you think that was fucking lucas oh, it had to be thanks yeah, they, more you, of those annoying scene wipes. Ugh. I cannot emphasize enough how horrible it is when they keep cutting back to Kevin Pollock and they keep cutting back to that baby's face. It is wildly irritating. It's one of the most irritating things I've ever seen in a movie. The other thing is this does not hold up. Does not hold up. It looks... Well, no, no cell phones. What do you mean? I'm, I'm making jokes. I'm having fun. That wasn't funny. 
I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> Try harder. You're supposed to be the funny one. Does okay. not hold up. Like none of it. The like the 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 brownie characters, the fucking you know that giant dragon thing. What do you want to hold up though? Wait, no, but you, I mean, like this was supposed to be an, an effects like masterpiece at the time. Well, the effects just, it does not yeah, look suck. good. No, no, the effects are better in Star Wars. Yeah, exactly with yeah. less budget yeah so this is a 30 million dollar budget movie and which the, isn't that great that's pretty good for at the top for okay. 88 that's probably but not if you want to start a franchise that's like probably 80 million that's not that much that's pretty good no, when you're talking about stuff really not you don't think so not if you're looking to start a franchise army it's of real. darkness is so much more army of darkness is a b movie it's, it's a ma- it's a low budget movie it's 11 million so much more but, enjoyable but you're comparing it's like comparing a fucking wombat and uh uh, a lamp like these aren't like you mean like apples to oranges uh, it's but they aren't close to the same things army and darkness was made as a low budget movie this was made as a franchise no but that was so much more you know enjoyable. how you said pacific heights is a blockbuster i don't remember saying that yeah, okay well, sure? tape, so it is uh <laughs> this was legitimately supposed to be a blockbuster was this, it yeah, yeah this was supposed to be this was supposed this, this should have been an e uh, 50 back then a 50 to 75 million dollar movie yeah it, this should have been a, a, a you know this wasn't a low budget movie by any means. That dragon at a time was that was their real that was supposed to be their real big moment was that dragon, which doesn't <laughs> work. So bad. But this was supposed to be a huge a huge movie. The, uh, he, Lucas for a little while cut some costs. <sighs> the best line in this movie though is Mad Morgan to uh, to, to Willow when uh, Willow just turns the the um, the witch into a goat. Willow, <laughs> this is war, not agriculture. That's comedy for you. Is that funnier than my uh, no cell phone line? <laughs> yes, I it was. Yeah, I like that more. I, I was. I could not believe it. I was like, "What the fuck are you saying? This is the fucking worst. This is so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Mm. Doesn't hold up. Willow doesn't hold up. I don't. I don't. That's the. I don't know. If that's the critique I'd give it. I meant the effects. Oh, I didn't mean the, the actual movie. I meant the effects. Yeah. See, I think the reason you didn't think my joke was funny is I'm making fun of you. Oh, were you? Yes. Jokes are supposed to be funny, though. Oh, they are funny. When people will laugh at you. They'll be funny to you. People will laugh at you. Mm, so, yeah, and people laugh at you, too. Do you think the reason this movie didn't work is because people were just didn't want to even leave their seats to miss a commercial or a trailer for Pacific Heights? You're such... The blockbuster that came out a year later? <laughs> You're <such> a bastard. <laughs> I can't miss this, Michael. Keaton what the trailer? fuck was Val Kilmer doing? Uh, what the fuck was he doing? I don't I don't get... I, don't, I, I get it, actually. He got top-billed. It was supposed uh, to be a franchise. Was he top build? Yeah, he wasn't he was. on screen as much as Willow was. It was, uh, was his Davis. third build. Jo- Joanne Wally was built ahead of him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I guess I think, he's unknown. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, he just came off Top Gun. This was a movie he did right afterwards. And um, I think he just might have thought, oh, this can be, you know, this is going to be, you know, they'll make three of these, you know, and then I'm, I'm in this franchise. He fucking goes on to do Tombstone. It's the best thing he's ever done. It's, Years later. Because, well, then he was a comfortable being character actor again, though. I think mean, he needed yeah. to get like this. I needed to be a star out of yeah. the way. You know, he does the doors, which all of us don't understand why someone would do that. Yeah. But like he does kind of those movies where he's like the star of them. I think he, he, you know, he realized his place a little bit, but then he goes back to it again. It's like weird shit. Like Island Dr. Moreau. Yeah. Which is another one that was like so bad. It's good movies. I haven't seen it forever. Probably since it came out. Really? Yeah. Really bizarre movie. But, um, yeah. Kilmer's had a weird career. Weird. Odd guy. And I really like him too. When he's good, he's so on. So we've done three Kilmer movies. What was the third? Oh, we did Top Tombstone, Gun. We did Top Gun in this. This yeah, is by far. I, I mean, I, this is by see the other Top Gun. Uh, no, we we famously yeah, don't, don't like that movie. Uh, but he's really good in he it. He is good, and he's obviously amazing. And Tombstone should have yeah. won an Oscar. But uh, and but this like he didn't even give it. Like this was a terrible performance by him. <sighs> Such a waste of time. I can't believe fucking waste two hours. Of every, of that yeah, piece of shit. 
Waste time for him too. You know, waste time for him. Well, hopefully he got a few million to do it. Yeah. Who knows? But I doubt he got that much. But he might have got he might have got a million for it though. Yeah, which you know, hopefully. maybe even two. Maybe yeah, maybe 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 if he's top build. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh, this movie sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk no. about in this fucking movie? Fuck Willow. Don't watch it. Nope. So this, of course, is One More Try by George Michael. This is a one of the very few examples of a ballad that I love. Uh, Yeah, it's okay. It's a really good song. It's not bad. This is a great song. It's not a great song. It is a great song. No, no you're fucking too wrong. And too long. It is six minutes long, and yeah. I am not bored three by this song. Three minutes too much. No, it's I was not. I bored about three he, minutes in. Well, I can understand. Um, yeah, it's boring. It, no, it's not. Okay. It's not fucking boring at all. It's boring if you don't understand. Like that oh, this is a, this is an amazing performance by a very gifted vocalist. I hope one day I can understand. I, I hope. Yeah. What was that? What was that? It's like a dummy voice. Like I, I was trying to do. I, I, I thought it was like a like a George Harrison kind of. Yeah, it's sort of a Beatleish. Like this, you know. I hope one day, man, I can understand <laughs> your music techniques. Uh, you know, I hope one day, you know. This is like this is sort of is kind of in the same vein as something like True Colors or even uh, Nothing Compares to You. It's kind of a, it's a song where. The whole goal is to get the fuck out of the way and let the master fucking work. That's what this is. These are great lyrics. He's got a great performed voice. Performed by a guy with an awesome... The thing that I like most about George Michael is he doesn't do a shit ton of flourishes. You know, a lot, a lot of times people who are you know really known for their vocals, they'll, they'll just try to show off by doing all these fast things. And a lot of times it just gets boring because you just hear it all the time. He writes amazing melodies and sings the shit out of them. And he's got... Just a ton of personality. I love his voice. He's got one of the best voices. He's got a great voice. I, really great. George Michael's never really his music's okay. I don't. I this time I like I like Faith a lot. Faith is it's great. It's a great song. And yeah, Freedom's a good song. And yeah, Freedom Nine is um, great. You know, some of the some of the stuff's okay. Some of the Wham stuff is good. Some's not. You know, yeah. I'm okay. I'm just kind of ambivalent. But once you get past, like, once you scratch the surface of his stuff, I'm, I'm out. Well, he didn't do a lot of records. I just, no. I think he had a lot of personal demons. A lot of problems, yeah. Probably, you know, alcohol and, and uh, drug addiction issues, and he died young. So I think yeah. he only did maybe five or six, maybe five albums as uh, just him, George Michael, and and at least one of them was the greatest hit. So he didn't put out a lot of content. No. This album was huge, as you know. You know, this album, Faith. Oh, huge. 25 million albums sold four number one hits um he had the number one wow, song four number one hits four number wow, one that's, and then that's a big deal three others are charted yeah wow. uh, do you remember i've totally forgot about this fucking one <laughs> you won't like it but it's a monkey oh I, I could i forgot about it oh do you love me i do remember this yeah that was number one wow. i know crazy it was this. He really was. He he, he was a huge star. I this mean, year you can't, in particular. Yeah. Yeah, because so this was the first album he did after Wham. And right. Wham had at least a few number ones. It was, yeah. it was big. So this is the first one that they broke up. I don't know why. I think he was started feeling like a teeny bopper. He did. And right. was like, listen, we, even though the guy he was in Wham with, and, right, was his best friend. Yeah. Like, we can't. No, we can't do this anymore. I want to be a teeny bopper. Why couldn't he have just gone serious with Ant? Maybe. I don't know. I think he hard. wanted to be. I think he. I think he also, you know, throughout his whole life. It's funny that. Yeah, you know, he really struggled with his sexuality for a good portion of his life. Yeah. And you kind of hear it. You do hear it in his songs. It's funny that, like, someone like Elton John, 
who struggled with his sexuality in the seventies, but you don't really hear it in the songs. I always say, I don't personally feel like I hear it in the songs as much, but you, you hear, you can like hear the struggle in a yeah. lot of the George Michael stuff. Well, I think he's talking. So I learned from Prince when Prince talks about uptown and downtown, he's talking about alternative lifestyle versus sort of a, like a straight oh, and narrow. So not a Billy Joel type thing. No, not at yeah. all. Um, so when George Michael's with uptown boy, he's talking about, his struggle with his sexuality. He's saying uptown, meaning like I'm a straight laced guy. Yeah. And you, my teacher are kind of pulling me over to <laughs> what he would consider as the dark side. Or right. Even saying like, I've got a lot to learn from you because he's struggling with his sexuality. Right. This song is, it seems pretty clear what he's talking about here. Yeah. You can hear it is a real struggle in this song. Real struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you read the interviews he had uh, at the time and you read the interviews he had afterwards, um, he kind of, he, and he, he's a really, you know, I, I, seems like a good guy like he's a guy that has some major problems but really like he had one line it's like you know it it got something like something got fucked up but he's like it's my fault again like he was very like for such a big star he seemed to be very self-deprecating we don't see that with like madonna and like those other stars at the time michael jackson would never say a bad word about himself but george michael was very much like yeah i fucked up i'm human yeah exactly and i'm struggling like other human being yeah uh like where you don't with other icons they like diana ross they try to mask that yeah and he said he died so young yeah, it's weird. I mean, but it, and he, he had, didn't really he do much for the last 10 years of his life. Struggle with his weight. But then the last picture of him, he seemed to be doing okay. And then he's dead two months later. Yeah. And it was his heart? I think so. It's weird. That shit gives out when you, I mean, you take as much as he was probably taking, you know, all sorts of pain medications. Yeah, and, fucking, and there's a life, life you, you, you know, just, decades of drug abuse. Yes. Um. Well, I mean, it happened to Prince too. happened to Michael Jackson too. You know, you're in your... They're young. They're in their fifties. It's crazy. Fucking die. It's crazy. And I, I think about you know what it took for Michael Jackson or Prince to perform. You know they're dancing all over the fucking place. A very athletic thing that they're doing. Yeah. Plus playing legitimately awesome music at a, at the highest caliber. So just to to keep yourself up at that pace when right. you're in your late forties or fifties. But like you're gonna you're gonna put all those drugs in your body. Mick gonna, Jagger. Uh, yeah. Paul McCartney. An, anomaly. Well, I think it's different. I mean, McCartney. Yeah, McCartney doesn't tour as if you you know you're, if you're watching a McCartney show it's not the same as you're watching a Prince show Prince is dancing I don't think all it's the touring place. I think it's that lifestyle I just think or I, I, with, yeah, Prince, with Prince is, I think Prince is anomaly Prince is Prince I think we almost yeah. rule him because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. such a unique person yeah but like like these other stars like I said Michael Jackson some of the other people you know these icons these huge I think yeah. they just they're told yes so much and Prince was too yeah and they're they can put whatever they want in their body with really no repercussions no I, it goes back to what we talk about all the time with fame. Like, you know, high, you know, and George Michael, if you're younger, you might not understand, but like in 1988, George Michael was huge. The, you know, him, Michael Jackson, Madonna, the three biggest stars in, in music. Yeah, probably. You know, this year, probably. And this year, he's probably the biggest star. If you want to, you just pick one year. Bad came out this year, too, didn't I? can't remember. I think it did. For, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. But, but this, yeah. Ha- so he had the number one song and the number one album this year, though. Faith, Faith was the number one song I mean, all they, year, and, and Faith, the album was the number one song. First, artists to do that since bridge over troubled water in the 70s wow. like that's that's a big legit. deal that's legit he's also the first to have a uh, number like yearly number one twice in his lifetime the first since the beatles did so wow. it's like the, you know he was fucking huge i mean this album is it's probably it's a top 10 all-time wow. selling album i mean 25 million copies sold is fucking huge there are very few that have sold more than that and it was everywhere it was, it, every, it was my mom it. had this out my mom loved this album I, I had this on tape i mean i listened to it all the time all the time. I liked it. Faith is such a great... I hope Faith we, is a great song. I don't want to talk about it too much because yeah, I hope we get hope to it sometime. It, yeah. it is such a cool, sparse, awesome, creative, wonderful song with, again, it's those... This too. 
those songs where the music they the they know their goal is to just to do something kind of creative, but get the fuck out of the way and let him do his thing. Same thing with this song. You know, it's it's just, they they just know he's just he's got a great personality. He just sings his great personality out. It's it's pretty awesome. Um, I wanted to also mention. Did you watch the video? You did. Tony Scott. Tony Scott. To- Top Gun, of course. True Romance. True Romance. Director, uh, directed this. Uh, didn't do a great job directing it. I thought it was great. Uh, I like. The, I like the one shot the, for the two first minute two minutes. One shot. Yeah, right. But then the song goes on too long. The song goes on too long. The video goes on too long. Oh, I just, have no problem. With, I'm like, all right, I have no right, problem with a six minute song. Do you? You do you in general? You don't like them? Oh, uh, it has to be good. Oh, I think it's so good. Like, the song's okay. Like, eventually, like, all right, I'm more than But in the video, like, there's not enough happening in the video where I'm like, all right, I'm kind of bored now with this, too. Like, like I'm just, it just bores me after a while. That sucks. It's too bad. Yeah. Because there are some, I mean, it's rare that I can listen to a ballad and be happy with it. But I could, I, I can listen to a song. I no like problem. this ballad more than most. I mean, George Michael is a really compelling uh, and has a great voice. Um, and yeah, the lyrics were, were not your typical cookie cutter. No, you know, lyrics are like, Oh, that's kind of, but you know, after a while I'm like, all right, you know, I don't know. But even I, the one thing I'll say about it too, is like, I know this is what I like about George Michael is that he wrote every song in this album. Oh yeah. And you can tell by how he's singing it. Either he's a great actor, but you can tell he wrote it though, but he, he means it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you hear other pop stars sing songs you're like, well, all right, all right. It's a fun, catchy tune, but did that singer, really mean that probably not they didn't write it like they're just like reading words like this is from his heart this is from his soul yeah and this song is sung from his from from those places you can hear that totally hear that. um so i mean that those are reasons why i respect this song it just for me i just get I, I, I yeah there's it. a few like I'm i said bored. you know nothing compares to you true colors i was gonna say city Gopper is my closest C- comp here. yes yeah like someone else who's kind of this like uh unique person for their time um you know i think if george michael was born you know 30 years later he probably has a much happier life probably um but you know so he's like kind of this unique guy for his time in some ways struggling with that uh and uh sings from the heart and Cindy Hopper is a kind of a weirdo and um she sings from the heart too and and you can hear that I like Cindy Hopper better than than George Michael I do too but I, I really like him I really respect him and I like the song a lot it's very it has a sense of whiter shade of pale too with the um with the great song I love the keyboard vocal harem so good right yeah 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 it's the same keyboard. Basically, it's a little more 80s, but uh, it's the same kind of feel here. That same organ in yeah, the background. That. Same, yeah. It's very similar to that. I love it. Oh, I love that wider shit of pale. So that's, that's a, a good great, song, too. That's a great song. But that's the same. It's, it's very similar. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it, got that it, same it, vibe, it, except yeah, for George it, Michael's got a better voice. Something about that song I like a lot more. I, I, just, I, I could listen to that song over and over again. Like, I really like that song. Yeah. Uh, this song it's fine George Michael is great great he for some reason he doesn't quite like I said there's like three or four songs of his that I like Faith is a great song <laughs> I'll be honest with you, this is this is gonna get you some get me some scoring I'm sure yeah like I like the Limp Bizkit version of Faith better than the George Michael version oh I know and, and I get why I get why sometimes you say some things and- <laughs> I just like that song better. I, I can't help oh. what I like. I like it better. Listen, I'm glad you're honest about it. I respect <laughs> the George Michael version because he wrote it. So I respect that version. Oh. And I really like his version. It is. But I, I, I do. Fucking limp I do. I like that version better. That what can I say? One of the worst bands. Like them and Stained are two no, of the worst. No, 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 no. no. Limp Bizkit gets a bad, gets a bad rap. <laughs> that have ever I like the Limp Bizkit Mission Impossible song too. It's not bad. 
pretty good. This, this is and shocking. I'm, now I've never owned a Limp This is gonna, this is going to turn into Chris Lake's Limp Biscuit. Shocking. I've never owned a Limp Biscuit album. Oh. I've never purchased one cent of any. I have watched a Fred Durst movie that he directed once. It was Wait, terrible. What? Well, what was it? It was um, it was a ripoff of Shirley Jackson's The Lottery, which okay. is one of my favorite short stories. Yeah. Fantastic story. Read that if you're looking for a good short story. It's amazing. Um, but uh, it's like Population Forty Four or something. It's terrible. It's terrible. I don't know. Oh, he directed really it. Really bad. He directed it. Yeah, he tried to get into film. It's oh. bad. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So I do not. I've never purchased a Limp Bizkit thing. I do not like. I would never say. But I you're, like but you're a big them. fan of it. Like you've seen them in concert. <laughs> I know. I, I have not. <laughs> but you would if like if you could I go see them. No, you'd rather see them in concert. Was it Steve Miller? Steve Miller. I said I would see concert. I would not go and see Limp Bizkit. No. Maybe they'll play a double show and you could just see fucking. I have heaven. no interest in seeing a biscuit. Being hog this heaven. is going to be me like a biscuit now, but oh. I, I, I like I like that I like their version better. But I respect the there's, Michael version much there's more. There's no universe in which that song is better than the original. I, I the original number one is fucking iconic. It's a great song. And he is so much better. It's my Fred favorite Durst. George Michael song. Oh, it's like who's the other guy? The I don't Energizer really like guy. That much. What can I say? I, he bores me. He's kind of bored. I like I like him. I think he seems like a cool guy. And uh, I like a couple of his songs, but like when he died a couple years ago, I was just like, yeah, it sucks. Well, it's not like you knew him. You yeah, know? yeah. But like, but, some, like well, okay, like when um when when Adam Yock died from Beastie Boys, like I was like devastated. Well, of course, like I was really yeah, upset that, about that. Beastie Boys are one of the most important. Like bands James Gandolfini dying, I was like, oh, I was kind of really bummed that out makes by sense, that. Yeah, um, yeah. Prince died. It was the same thing for me. I did, you're right. Uh, like Carrie Fisher died like what three days earlier, right, or two days later. It was right, something it was the like same that. Week. Right around that time. Like did like Carrie Fisher? I was way sadder about that. I, I put them right about on Did par. You? Yeah. In terms of my sadness, my right. grief, my grief. Like I was like devastated. I was like, I was like, I was like legit kind of bummed out when she died. But I like mean, when, when, when George Michael died, I was like, eh, all right, no, it sucks. Yeah. It was like that for Prince for me, but not, not, not so much that Prince. You were, I was really sad when Prince died. I was really sad. That's oh, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 That one, right, 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 right. that one hurt. Yeah, I was like, fuck. I was sad. Yeah. But George Michael hadn't done anything forever. Really? So it was kind of like, he's not really, yeah, he's already, he already sort of died in my heart. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, not really, but, but looking back, yeah, he just has such a phenomenal voice. Like, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. So emotive. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's fine. That's where we are with it. <laughs> so, is it, is it, will this make your top five? I guess. Is no, it, we'll make my top five. No. But I, no, it's a great song. Great song. Love the song. It's okay. Yeah. Mm. Fine. Yeah. Well, it's not as good as Fred Durst. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Biscuit's better. Oh, but I mean, actually would love to hear your Biscuit over this song. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably be a little boring. Maybe a little shorter. It uh, would be. <laughs> so, where was I? Yeah, where the fuck were you? All right. So, you brought props i have a prop uh so uh this is i can this is the time period i got my favorite book of all time the greatest book i've ever owned. okay um so uh i was in i was with my dad in new york city uh we were on a break like i talked about before my dad was working for a broadway show called me and my girl who's a stagehand and they were oftentimes i would go with him into the city because i love being in new york and i like hanging out with my dad so we would go, I would go probably every other week or every third week, whatever, on a Saturday or Sunday and go with him. Uh, typically Saturday because you had the two shows. Um, and I think this, yes, that's what happened. It was a Saturday. So I went with him to New York and we went to the Barnes & Noble uh, in Times Square. Um, I don't know if it exists anymore. And um, between shows and we went to a bookstore like we would do. My dad was a big reader. He liked to read like the Tom Clancy books, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I like I love reading. I still do. And uh, something caught my eye immediately. It was a baseball encyclopedia. Okay. I'm like, holy shit, this is incredible. Now, there's two kind of baseball encyclopedias. There's the Macmillan baseball encyclopedia, which yeah. is the more traditional. It's a hardcover. It's like incredibly heavy. 
Um, and that's the more traditional kind. And that breaks it down by player. So let's say you worked up Henry Aaron. It's going to show you all of Henry Aaron's stats, right? Mm. Year by year. And then you have whatever, the next guy. is Tommy Aaron, his brother. But, you know, whatever. So, and it just goes out by a quarter, you know, player by player from 1876 to that, to that year. So they'll add new players. As new players come into the league and right. all the new stats they'll add then, every like, single year. So this Mac, thing gets bigger and bigger. Right. Macmillan wouldn't put it out every year. I think they put it out every other year because it was so big and yeah. vast. Um, but this was a different version. This was called Neft and Cohen's Sports Encyclopedia colon baseball. They also had one for football, but the baseball one was the one they spent most of their time on. And this particular edition, uh, this is 1988. So on the cover was Mark McGuire. He had just won rookie of the year in 1987. He had 49 home runs, which is the rookie record. So, um, and uh, uh, these usually came out in February. Uh, but, you know, I did, obviously the first time I ever seen one. This is around this time. And uh, I was... Like my eyes, I loved collecting baseball cards. My favorite thing about baseball cards was the stats in the back. Yeah. I loved them. And I loved getting older players because it meant they had more stats for me to look at. I would get kind of bummed out with rookies, even though you, yeah, you got one, that one line. Sometimes you get the triple you get the A stuff. stuff yeah. right? But I was like, eh, I, you know, most people collect cards. They want the rookies, but I was right. excited when I got like Manny trio or like Don Sutton or, um, Frank Tanana. I was <laughs> like, Oh, Tanana. this is great. I get a whole bunch of stats to look at. And I was just looking at their trends and stuff like that. Yeah. So the difference between the Neft and Cohen version was they would do it by, by year. So uh, let's say it's 1958. You would see like the 1958 Brooklyn Dodgers, their whole team. Oh. And then the New York Giants, they did it in order of, um, you know, standings. And then they would have the World Series or they had all the playoff stats there as well. I was like instantly like in love. I'm like, oh my God, this is like, it it was showing me the history of baseball as opposed to just the, the you player's know, history. Right. I see. This was like the actual, like you go year by year. Yes. I do a show called Quantum Week. I love time. I guess a big deal for me. Um, so I loved it and, uh, but it's kind of a big book. I think it was, it was $17 and it was like kind of, but it was like a thicker book and my, you know, we had to go back and do the other show. So, uh, I didn't even ask my dad to buy it, but he saw me like watching it and, uh, and we just, we, I don't think even my dad might have bought the hunt for October or whatever. And we left. and, uh, and then Monday morning I'm going to school and uh, I get up, my, my dad works uh, the sun, Sunday and then uh, Monday I get up and my dad had, my wife was still sleeping and I was going to school and on the, uh, the kitchen table uh, next to my breakfast cereal is this book. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That and I remember awesome. like, I remember like not wanting to go to school. Yeah. Like, all I want to do is read this book, you know? That's torturous actually. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, all breakfast, I'm like, I'm all in. My mom must have thought I was a psycho. I'm like, I'm like, all, I'm, I, mean, I was, I was, I was, it's like one of, it's one of the greatest like gifts. And it was a total surprise. It wasn't a holiday. It was just like this really great. Well, cause it's so meaningful. It's not, it, it doesn't have to be expensive. It's just mental. It, it was, and it was yeah. something I really valued and wanted. Yeah. And, um, my dad must have been so confused by it. He must have been looking at it like, what the fuck? It's just, it's just numbers and names. So, um, so I, uh, I, I read that. I cannot emphasize how much I read that book. So everywhere I went for the next, seven years i brought that book everywhere i mean like so we eventually moved to new hampshire all the trips to new hampshire uh we visited my my uh nana papa in saugus a lot anywhere yeah. i went you brought, I the brought book? this book and uh you know I, the cover has obviously got worn away and eventually like the the first like 12 pages on the front and back got worn like it got whittled down and uh my dad's like do you want another baseball <laughs> this is looking rough. i'm sakes. like yeah let's get the macmillan one let's get the let's get because it seemed like that was the big leagues right right i didn't like it I had it. I had it for a year, and I'm like, eh, I'm just. I, I miss going through year by year because yeah. what I would do is, um, let's say the player was um, Carl Yastrzemski. Sure. Right? His first year is 1961 with the Red Sox, and he played until 1984. So I would get a notebook and I would write, "Boss, Boston Red Sox, Boss, Bos, 61, yep. Boss, 62, Boss, 63." You know, and I would go down and write all of his his years there. 
and I would go year by year and write in the stats in a notebook. So you would you and would flip. I would basically wow. do my You'd own. You would recreate your. Oh, I see. Brown, like, but help me learn trends and yeah. help me learn like why you know guys doing better. It was kind of a fun. I remember being so excited to do it because like I didn't know these guys' careers yet. I was right. seven. I was eight. I didn't know what the fuck. And I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. So I didn't know how good Yastrzemski was. So it was like, it was like almost like, like an adventure. Each yeah, player was like, like a story. And you can make the comparison, yeah. right? You could see right there where you're writing it down. Oh yeah. You could see like a guy yeah. getting better with, yeah. like, I didn't, you know, so it was so, oh wow. You know, he never, he never won a world series, but he went to two. Like it was all, you know, right. you're learning all that stuff. And you're like, this is really interesting. So I, I cannot emphasize how much I did. So then uh, I eventually got, uh, you know, two years later I went and got it. And then once I got my own job, I would buy it every year. I'd buy the sports encyclopedia baseball every year. It came out around March. Uh, February, uh, and I would go get it. And I even I remember last week we, I was talking about living in Florida. Yep. Even then, uh, Brian and I went down to the bookstore, the Barnes and Noble there uh, in Lakeland, which is where the Tigers play. Went there, and we we got the. I, I would just I had a year. So what happened with me sadly though is the last year they did it. Baseball Reference, the popular website that came out, um, yeah. and, and it's a great, it's the best website in the world. I love yeah. it, and I use it all the time. Yep. No, no no shame there, but um. Oh man, I was so bummed out. 2007, the Red Sox won the World Series. So I was all excited. I'm like, oh, it's going to be kind of cool to see it. So, yeah. um, but this is 2007. <laughs> last year's 2006 stats. Yeah. And uh, look at this. Best look at it. Uh, and I'll take a picture of it and show you guys. Uh, Holy you, fuck. This is like, it is like tiny. Oh, yeah. The tiny really writing, tiny because you have to hit all those stats. Holy there, right? shit. <laughs> so my eyes are bad. Wow. Um, yeah. So this is look like, at that. Yeah. Those are the career stats. So in the back, you have the career stats. Um, and it does it by era, which is really cool. And it has a little, like, you can see, go to a certain year. Go to, what does it matter what year? Uh, just go to pick a year, man. Yeah, see how his little story there? Yeah. So it has a little bit of baseball history within each year, which is really cool, because I didn't know a lot of this stuff. My parents weren't big sports fans, so I didn't know any of this stuff. 69, professional baseball centennial year began with the expansion of both leagues to 12 teams. And let's go through who expanded that year. I'll tell you, it was the Seattle Pilots. Yep. It was the Kansas City Royals. Yep. San Diego Padres, the Montreal Expos. And I learned that because of that book. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I lived and died by that book. Oh my God. I used to always say that if I was ever on a desert Island um, and I had that book with me, I would be okay. Like I would at least have something to entertain myself. It, it, as long as I had a spiral notebook in that book, I could, I have something to do. <laughs> yes. But oh man, you, I cannot emphasize. I went to the bookstore every week. Cause this is really before the internet. I mean, 2007, you had the internet. But yeah. like, it was hard to get real, you know, good data about some stuff. Especially these guys who are old publishers. This is just two guys, you know, uh, Neft, uh, David Neft, his son, Michael, and this guy, Richard Cohen, these guys, whoever they are. But uh, they stopped doing, the, they just went out of print. Oh, they should just go And online. I understand why, because well, they have baseball reference. You don't have to. But like, I would have, I, I mean, how much did this cost? How much did the, the last edition cost me? It was, uh, I want to find, $23.95. I would pay $100 for another. Well, yeah, if you're going to spend the entire year with it or more. Of course. I love it. I mean, I still use it. So I do those like baseball simulators and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I don't go to baseball reference when I'm doing stuff before 2006. I'm using my book. Um, I, I love how it breaks it down by team. And I know you can do that in baseball reference, but it's just so convenient to see all of it at once. I know. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's such a great way to study the game. Um, I, I, oh, I love that book so much. I, and uh, it just makes me sad. I don't have it. But I'm going to have that forever. I'll, I guess I'll just keep that one forever. I thought about buying another one on Amazon. Just to have so it back. Because like, something spills on it or something or whatever. Yeah, because that thing's going to... It's going to start getting ratty. You can see. So you can see how it's getting ratty. That's yeah. how it looked maybe like year three of when I had, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. the Mark McGuire one. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's, uh, oh man, I love that book so much. That's but, cool. Yeah. It's, that's my favorite book of all time. I, I spent more hours reading that book than 
I probably spent doing almost anything else in my life. I, I, I there aren't too many things I've done more than read the look at that book. Right. In some form or another. I love that book. That's awesome. Yes. I'll take, I'll take some pictures. I'll take yeah, a picture of the cover. But I'll take a picture of the inside. Like Jesus. what Matt's saying, it's like the tech that's so small. <laughs> you need a fucking magnifying it's glass. It's so bizarre. Uh, and it's a big book too. It's like a foot, you know, yeah. foot high. But yeah. still it's tiny, 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 tiny print. Yes. Crazy. I love that book. Yes. Yeah. All right. Should we talk about headlines? Yes. The USSR started to remove uh, their 115,000 troops from Afghanistan. Um, this is them after eight years in Afghanistan in a completely losing battle. Uh, but basically like their central planning couldn't keep up and they were bludgeoning money. And that's why the USSR fell apart the year later, you know, a year later in the fucking Berlin wall fell. Do you, um, will you say the USSR has held up no cell phones? Has that held up? Yeah. Um, on the 20th mm-hmm. of this month, Mike Schmidt hit his 535th oh! home run, which put him in eighth place all time. Uh, right. So he would hit what one more, right? 536? Nope. 548 or something. No. Yeah, it was in the 40s. I, lo- I just fucking looked. Look. I looked today, bitch. So he retired in the middle of this year. He just retired in the middle of the year. Like he didn't wait to yes. the end. He just, he just called it a day. That's right. Um, I think he had 536, but we're going to look it up. He had 540 something and he is no longer in eighth place. No, no, he got passed by him. He's oh. in 16th place. So that's pretty fucking good. It's not bad. And no, steroids. that is no good. steroids with him, obviously. Um, and do you know who he's Mike one- Schmidt had, Oh, you're right, man. You're right. 548. I think I said 548, right? Does yeah, that, does he, that, uh, yeah. He passed, uh, Jimmy Fox at home running and then he hit. Yep. That's right. The next one, he hit, uh, Todd McNeil. Yep. Do you know who is one in, fr- uh, what one? He is one in front of one, or one person that, you know, who hit 547. Who? Oh, I just looking at the thing. Uh, you wouldn't have seen it there. Oh, he finished. Oh, oh, I see. Um, Manny. Nope. Manny's lower. It's like five thirties. Five forty-seven. He's recent. Yeah. Oh, Ortiz. Yep. Yeah, he's the one. So Ortiz is in seventeenth place. Oh, it's crazy. I so I was looking at this shit today. Um, baseball reference, and uh, it's crazy that there are so little people, so few people who have hit five hundred home runs. I didn't realize that. There's like forty. So few. There's so many now. Not, there's like, like forty people. That's I not. Know, that's a lot. When I was growing up, though, was no, but that's not a lot compared to how long the game's been. I um, guess they've been playing the game and how many people play. It seems so bored to me now, though, because I'm used to looking at it when it wasn't that way. It's not a lot. Like, I mean, I'm used to looking at it when, like, when Mike Schmidt did, you know, it was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, those guys were huge. Yeah, but to hit 500, it's still, like, that, that's sort of the, you know, the, the mark where it guarantees you the Hall oh, of Fame, right? To, yeah. It used to be. Yeah. But still, still, that's not, I mean, there aren't a lot of people. I guess. It's all, I guess, how you look at it. I, there I, aren't a lot of people who've hit 400. It's something like batting average? Yeah, no, no, 400. Oh, uh, 400 homers? Homers. Yeah. It's like 65 people, 70 yeah, even people. Even then, it was like, it was half that when I was growing up. It's still it's, crazy. It's, it's, the steroid thing really tainted a lot of stuff for me. It really I guess I still a lot of the books. It I guess, sucks. I still think it's not a lot of people. I mean, yeah, maybe, like I nine not. people have hit six hundred. I mean, it's not a lot. <laughs> well, you think about it though. Like for so long though, for so or when I, I was a kid, you know, you had it was Aaron, Ruth, Aaron, Ruth Maze, Maze, and that was it. And you had yeah. Frank Robinson at five eighty six. Yeah, and it's like oh, you know, the three guys that did it for so. But then you know, even Sammy Sosa done. It's like oh, it doesn't fucking have any value anymore. It sucks. It's sad. It sucks. I think it has value. It has value, but it doesn't have the same. It sucks. Uh, also, this week, um, pitcher Dave Stewart. He breaks the Bach record. With the Bach record? With his 12th um, in the season. This is in May. What? It's May. Really? Yes. This is the year. May of, the, of 88. He won 20 games that year. This is the, this is the year of the Bach. 
This is when they oh. changed the rules of the Bach. And this is like the Gibson off Eckier, right? In 88. Yes. Um, so the A's won 104 games, but they had 78 box. Wow. The the record for box before that, 26. Wow. Only one team from the AL had less than 26 box this year. Wow. They changed. I don't know what they, they just started to really like you know, really drill down on it, make, make sure that pitchers well, are coming set. It even now, like you, you know, you, they don't want you to throw fake in third and throw into first, which is weird. You're supposed to, cause you're supposed to step off to do that, right? You step off and then fake to yeah, that throw, but they're not letting you do that. I didn't watch it all baseball. They don't do that. It's the last couple of years. They've been, trying, they've been trying to shy with me. I think they're trying to increase. Cause what happened was back then everyone was stealing bases like crazy. Yeah. And they wanted to, uh, yeah, I don't know. I know. Um, so that was it. Yeah, That's interesting. Yeah. 76 that, that East team. That was a, those East teams are interesting. They went to the World Series in 88. They lost. Yep. The Dodgers. 89, they, they won against the Giants, yep. that weird earthquake series. And then 90, they lose the Reds. It's bizarre. They should not. They should have destroyed the Reds. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. It's, it's a weird, but now, you know, then it comes out, obviously, years later that, you know, steroids, right. you know, Canseco, Maguire, and all those yeah, guys yeah. All, all juiced up. So but they were kinda, stacked. They, I mean, Ricky Henderson's on those teams. I know. Least, he was on the team 89 and 90. He wasn't on the 88 team, but. Um, yeah, I know. 104 wins. That's Accuracy, pretty, obviously, a, a huge course. part of those teams. Huge part. Yeah, 104 wins. I mean, that team was amazing. It was, yeah, it was a stacked team. I was, oh, Mike Schmidt, he had like 150 steals, too. That's pretty, he's, he, was, he was badass. He was quick in, in the 70s, yeah. Not the best average, but what on base is shit base ton. Was really strong. Yeah, he, slugging I mean, was strong. Yeah, the, the Tons debate, of home the runs. The is who's better, him or, or George Brett? I mean, George Brett hit for a better average. Hit like you know, it would hit a ton of doubles. George Brett had 3,000 hits, but then George, That's Brett, true. George Brett didn't have that power. Though. No, I would if I had to choose, I would choose Schmidt. Yeah, and also Gold- Schmidt, Schmidt can be a catcher too. Did he really? Yeah. That seems like base. that's normal. Catchers sometimes go to third. That's, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty, pretty weird, normal. Man. You think that's weird? Yeah, it's pretty weird to be a Hall of Fame third baseman. Yeah, you're catcher. right. I know. It's not a like gold glove winner too. I know. That, oh yeah, he, he got really good. Schmidt was so good. He uh, yeah, he, sure he's awesome. He um wasn't he, he was MVP like three or four times. Like he was fucking awesome. I think, I think three times, right? Maybe three times. Uh, Schmidt, by the way, uh, how many World Series did he win? Do you know? Want to guess? Phillies. I don't know. Zero. Nineteen eighty. He went to two. Though it was in the World Series in eighty three. They lost. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, he did. The team, the teams were decent in the late seventies. They went to a lot of the. Yeah, I think they went to the LCS. Could be wrong, but I think they went to the LCS 76, 77, 78, But they ran up against those Reds and Dodger teams, right? And then um, eighty and eighty one, they were in the playoffs. Eighty and one, of course, and eighty three, they they had a really old team. They had Pete Rose in that team, oh. Joe Morgan. Yes, uh, t- I think Tony Perez was on that team. The team was like ancient. Yeah, and then uh, they called them the Wheeze Kids. The Wiz kids. Well, the Wiz kids were the 1950 Phillies. They were really young. And they were like yeah. so Wiz because they were so old. They're like, <laughs> so old. They're yeah, Wheezing. That's yeah. funny. You like that joke, but not I the uh, cell phones. No, right? that was not a okay. good one. But <laughs> maybe, we'll leave it to the audience. Well, maybe I, mean, I didn't create the Wiz kids. Though. I, I, that's, you did. That's probably why it was funny. Oh, maybe. Well, that's oh! A, that's a, that's a, that's a, well, that was what I was saying, but that's okay. Oh, Fair. got it. Um. Anyway, so that that is the box. A lot of baseball today. Um. But I think that's it for news. Yeah, a lot of baseball. Yeah. Uh, so two, we're going to 2011. 11. 11? Uh, is that what it is? Is that what it is? The movies are this. I'm going to find out right here. I'm looking right now. The movies are this. It is, uh, I'm sorry, we're going to up. 2010. 2010. The very end. Christmas, 2010. Mm. The movies are, when you next hear us, unless you're doing this Patreon, which we're going to do Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Uh, that's coming out tomorrow. Yep. But if you, uh, for the next week, we are going to start off with The Fighter, which I just saw. Yep. Uh, that's going to be Wednesday show. Saturday show is Black Swan. Yep. We hit a Darren, uh, Aronofsky. Aronofsky film, which we have not hit him yet. 
uh, Fighter, we already hit a David or Russell film. We hit Silver Alliance. That's playbook. right. Yeah. Um, and then we finished the week off Patreon show, True Grit, Coen Brothers. Yeah. That's a pretty, that's huge pretty big week. week. Yeah. Um, that's big. You know, Matt Damon, Coen Brothers, that's, that's the third show of the week. That's, that's pretty good. Huge. Right. Um, I'm excited for 2010 Christmas, 2010. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those movies in a long time, so that'll be good. And then we, um, do you want to announce our general plans for the 100th episode? Or we want to? Uh, I think we're still figuring that All out. All right. right. Yeah. Let's All wait right. on that. It will be the second week of February will be our 100th episode and we're going to do a week around that. So still mm, three or four weeks away. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's solidify it then announce it. Because we're taping this on the one year anniversary of when our first show was released. That's true. Our first show went live one year ago today. When we're taping. January 13th. Right. Yeah. When we're taping. Right. Which is crazy. It's been a year. Been a I mean, year. I guess this is our 93rd episode, so it's been a shit ton of episodes. It's been a year. Has been a year. It's been a long time. But if you think about what like happened right after this, like uh, life had changed a shit ton for me and for you, I think. Yes. I mean, I mean you I just got married. Got ma- I know. I hadn't even been married. So I was. Or you're about I to get got married. married. Right. <laughs> you lost my job. We have a pandemic. Uh, all the KMS stuff. All the K- yeah. All of that. Right. Shit ton. It's been a bizarre year. That's really been bizarre. bad. I, I I know a lot of people had a really hard time in 2020. I definitely understand that and, and feel bad. Now I'm definitely different. But I know it's a situation that I'm sure a lot of people are, I don't have kids and I've been in sales for a long time. So, and my wife does very well. So losing my job wasn't, wasn't Catastrophic. Was crushing to, yeah. uh, to me as it would be for some other people. I was kind of looking for a little, little, uh, little timeout anyway. Yeah. Uh, and maybe even a career change. So I it actually was, um, it's, it hasn't been, that hasn't been a, a super huge challenge. Thankfully. Um, pandemic stuff, obviously stuff, but other ways it has been, it's been, and I haven't hated this year. No, me neither. I mean, I've, you know, I think it'd be different if we didn't like our spouses. I mean, that's, yes. that's tough if you're, if you're, if you're in a relationship or marriage or have roommates or something. And Ugh. I mean, even, you know, even people who you like, whatever, it's hard to get along with someone that yes. you're trapped with for a long time. It really? Yeah, is. Yeah. That would be rough if I was, yeah. Or if I was in a city. So I've seen so pe- so I mean, many people I know getting divorced. It's fucked up. It's hard. They say the it down. They They're say down. Of, they say I, a lot of people are waiting until after this is over and, and going to do it. I mean, I just know. Hampshire divorces are down by uh, like 50%. That's huge. Yeah. But they say everybody's waiting. It seems like a time bomb. The second, you know, second go back, back out. people oh. have it's way to it kind of escape. I mean, people feel like they're trapped. They can't leave right now. I can think of four couples that have gotten divorced that I know. I know, I know a couple. Group. Yeah. Two, it's, two it's, couples, but yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It may also be our time in our life, you know, mid early forties. I mean, some people do, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I think we definitely reached a point in our life where more of our friends are getting divorced than married. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I guess. But yeah, no, but it hasn't been right. You're right. I mean, we're in the, we're in the best situation. We're, we're living in a rural area. We, we get along with our spouses. We don't have, I think having kids would be really challenging. Yeah. It's tough for them too, you know, in the school, the virtual school stuff. I see my, my niece, my, my niece and nephew going through that. And that's, that's tough. It's real tough. It's just like, ah, fuck that. You know, the kids want to be in school. They want to see their friends. We have a creative outlet too. I mean, if we yeah. didn't have a project to work on, I think it'd be a little bit harder too. But I we agree. Do this three times a week. So that's I agree. Thing. Yeah. But I would say all in all, this, this hasn't been a terror. I know it's maybe not the thing you're supposed to say but it hasn't hasn't been a terrible year well it's honest if it hasn't been terrible yeah, for you or for I mean, me it hasn't, it hasn't been, been the been. best 2019 was a much better year because yes just yes just it was just easier to go on vacation and you know yeah we bought the house and we were planning a wedding it was just you know uh all that stuff was, was super fun um but you know i've had way worse years than yeah, me too. 2020 this is this would not even crack my bottom five me too yeah like this this was this was it was uh it was a it was the strangest year very strange uh, but I feel like this, yeah, this podcast for me is very much a part of 2020 for me. Like when I look back at 2020, I think I'll look back think at, about the podcast at, at this a lot. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, me too. Cool. 
Anything else? We are back on Sunday with Moonstruck, and we're back on Wednesday with The Fighter. I guess we'll talk to you then.